0: Imagine a world where any two chuckleheads can sit down at a microphone and make their own podcast. We well, had better look around, because it might be more real than you think. Welcome to the Neon Valley.
1: Rob Boss.
0: Happy little accidents. Okay, you ready, Mitchell?
1: No, let's do it. Uh, how's it going, everybody?
0: Hey, how's it going? I was going to say, what does it mean?
1: It it means it's 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 time to do the podcast. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought.
0: Sorry. Let me... Okay, I'll put my pants back on then. Sorry.
1: Yes, podcast. Not bodcast. Quit casting your body.
0: How we doing, Mitchell?
1: we're we're doing pretty good uh i've finally recovered from having the flu um so that is you're here yeah yeah dude the flu Uh, the thing that that really got me about having the flu was is the body aches the body aches suck
0: (laughs) oh god dude 100 percent. like i always get really bad knee joint pain that's like where all of the pain subsides whenever i'm like really sick it's the worst
1: for me, it's my back, and I'm oh. a back sleeper. I always sleep on my back, so uh, you're supposed to rest, but the whole time, I'm just so uncomfortable that I'm constantly rolling over, yeah. and it's it's not the best moment.
0: No, not at all. Yeah, that's the worst is when you have some kind of joint or back pain, and then you like move to get more comfortable, but the act of moving makes it more painful. <laughs> it's like... Oh, I if didn't there, recommend it. If there's a version of hell for me, it's actually having one of those throat uh, infections that every time you swallow, it hurts really bad. Like, dude, I those oh. are a perpetual nightmare because I'm always swallowing to moisten my throat because it's dry and it hurts. But when I swallow, it feels like needles and it's like I'm just trapped.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's.
0: No, no, but I'm glad you're feeling better, man. It's good to it's good to have you back. <laughs> and uh, what- be back. Pew 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 pew. So what are we at? We're at 22. No, I did it again. 23. It's episode 23. Wow, I will never get that right.
1: Ooh, this is a Jordan episode.
0: Ayo, it's also the uh, classic Jim Carrey thriller. 23 oh yeah oh you're right did you ever see that nope really okay all right that's going on the list
1: i'm pretty sure every single time you've asked me have you seen that (laughs) on our podcast i have never seen the movie i don't even know if i've heard about that one really i'm I'm trying to think now i don't which is weird because i i love jim carrey movies
0: yeah it's called the number 23 Tyler would then spend the next five minutes explaining the movie, the number 23, and quite terribly. To save you from that, we skipped over it. I That was a terrible explanation of it, but that's basically what it's about.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, that'll probably end up on the list.
0: Yep, yep. Joseph, cut all that out. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, we're episode 23, man. Goddamn, look at us. We're, we, we are Vanessa Carlting it all over this place we are making our way downtown we are walking fast faces pass and we are homebound
1: i'm glad you told me because i was going to ask you who that was Uh, (laughs) i knew you were thank (laughs) you for the context thank you for the context
0: (laughs) i also don't even know if i said it right because i don't how would you pronounce that because her name is vanessa carlton and i was trying to say vanessa carl tending it vanessa carlting it whatever The joke has passed. Uh, Yeah, so I actually, I do have, unlike the last two episodes, I do have an actual uh, conversation piece for today. (laughs) Uh, So we're not going in completely blind.
1: Well, that's fantastic, because I have uh, a little game for you, inspired by your game of the the foods from the UK.
0: Hell yeah. Okay.
1: We're going to play... Which one is the real anime?
0: Ah, oh, ah, oh, Jesus Christ!
1: To start out, I'm going to make it easy. I'm just going to give you the choice between two. <laughs> one of these titles I made up. <laughs> the other one is a real title of an anime.
0: All right. I, I, okay. Listen, I do know some. All right, and I think I know more than your average cisgendered white male. Okay, but, uh. We're gonna find out. Uh, okay, yeah, I shouldn't talk too now. Much I will say this:
1: if you fail all four, okay, then I get to pick an anime. It'll it'll be a short series. I won't pick anything long. But if you get all four wrong, hmm. which like statistically you should at least get like one to two of these, um, <laughs> you have to watch that anime.
0: Okay. All right. What? It, what In like a what, like a month's time or something? Like, yeah, I'll, g-
1: I'll give you a month because most, most animes that aren't like Naruto or One Piece are 12 episodes tops.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I could probably finish it quicker than that, but that's if I lose. We'll see.
1: That's if you lose. If you lose. Okay. So the first one, um, we'll go first title. My ghost friend is actually alive or a destructive God sits next to me.
0: My ghost friend is actually alive is real. That's my final answer.
1: Ooh, right off the bat, you are wrong. The destructive god sits next to me is the real anime. I just made up my ghost friend is actually alive.
0: Is it similar to... Did you make one that's... Because that sounds like something I've scrolled past on Crunchyroll. No,
1: this is something I've made up in the past like 10 seconds, and I have not seen anything that is... I, I'm sure there might be some, maybe somewhere, but nothing that I know of. Googling this, but go on. Do it. No, just Do it. Google fact check. Uh,
0: my ghost friend. It's not, no. Okay. All right. Fair play. Next. Next one. So I'm a
1: spider. So what? Or, so you're actually corn? <laughs>
0: Wow, they're both just stupid enough. (laughs) Why do I? All right. I'm going to go with the more dumb one. And I'm going to say, so you're just corn. That's the real one.
1: So you're actually corn is the real one?
0: Yeah. Wrong again, my friend. God damn it. I thought it was too obvious. Like that's because that's so dumb because that's so dumb that by of course my initial knee-jerk <laughs> reaction was like oh that's so fake but i i just okay wow you know what's really weird is that the 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 twitter page that's in front of me right now is called corn that's weird. oh my god it's subliminal what the hell uh, yeah it's just on my homepage right now that's okay anyway all right all right or for
1: two number three all
0: right this is much harder than british patisseries
1: Uh, Apparently you have a 50-50 shot on this Alright so it's I left crumbs to find my way home Or Toilet bound Hanako-kun
0: Would you make up A fake Japanese name ...for a title. Because that's diabolical. That's... Because, like, to think... I'm trying to- trying to think of how your brain works. That's better- Because that's an easier way for me to decipher it. Not as if it's an actual anime, because fuck if I know. It's- it's more about how your brain works. And would you come up with a fake title that has a comma and then someone's name in it? Because I'm pretty sure that's a name. Because there's, I don't think that's a Japanese word for something. Right? No, I'm just gonna Okay, I'm not trying to get any hints. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> and to be fair, you've had more Japanese language classes than I have in my life.
0: Yeah, I, I, that's the thing is I, I think kun, I'm pretty sure that's kind of like a... What's the word? It's like a... Uh, like mr mrs child yeah, like a like, title a, yes a title thank you um what was the first one again
1: i left crumbs to find my way home
0: all right that one's real fuck that one's real i'm gonna say that one's real so you are oh for three. Oh my fucking god I, why did I think... See, I should have known you wouldn't make up a name. God! Ah, ah, ah. I know you're versed in the ways of the Japanese, but not enough to make up a name. Just kidding.
1: Wow. All right. So here we are. We're it just, all comes wow. down to this. Are you ready?
0: Yeah. Not really, but sure.
1: All right. Here we go. Reborn as a vending machine. I now wander the dungeon or running a snack shop in hell.
0: You're trying to trick me. You're, you're, you're a tricky little tricky boy. Cause I know that the second one is a bastardization of a real anime title. I hope. Fuck. Hold on. Yeah, I'm going, with my, I'm going with my guts on this one. The first one's real. You made up the second one, but it sounds like a real anime title.
1: Okay, so you think Reborn as a Vending Machine, I Now Wander the Dungeon is the real one. Yup. When he saves it at the last. Okay, yeah, oh, that one's correct. Because,
0: okay, am I wrong? I, I, isn't there one called, like, I Run a Pizza Shop in Hell, or The Devil Owns a Pizza Shop, or something like that?
1: Oh, you're probably thinking of The Devil is a Part-Timer.
0: Okay, see, yeah, that's what I thought of When you said the second name I run a snack shop in hell And I was like, ah, that's, like, it sounds very anime But, oh, man, oh, okay I feel a little bit better I would have been so distraught the rest of this podcast <laughs> Holy crap
1: Dude, you, you went one for four on that I thought for sure And, like, the last one I thought was gonna be the hardest Cause I was like, oh, they'll be similar to each other Um,
0: no, those wow. first two were the hardest. I think the third one, I should have just went with my gut, and once I heard the name, was like, okay, yeah, that's easy. It should I should have just, I don't know, I don't know. But yeah, those first two are genuinely, I had no idea. That, that was wow, good, man. That, well, that, w- that, was, that was fun. <laughs> if you ever need a backup job, you can come up with titles for animes, I'll tell you that much. You yeah, got I'm going to go
1: ahead and add that to my resume
0: yeah you got the gift uh, <laughs> god damn it alright well now I feel stupid so thanks <laughs> Mitchell appreciate it that's what uh, I'm here for <laughs> and there's, I know for a fact I, I, gerbils is gonna light me up for this Oh, I
1: cannot <laughs> wait. Yeah, yeah. You you're going to get it. Any any anime fans are going to be like, "What the hell, man?" Yeah. So you're actually corn?
0: Dude, you've never heard of you're actually corn? Ugh, God. yeah. All right. I get it, okay? All right. Fucking Jesus Christ. So I was scrolling through TikTok recently, and a video popped up on my feed that has gone around quite a bit for the last like six months or so it's it's been pretty popular for a while and it's a video of a kind of round table cypher slash freestyle thing that these guys are doing and it is awesome first of all let me just say it's one of the sickest verses just in general that i've heard in a while you know But the problem is, is that it's framed as if it's a freestyle done, not necessarily off the dome. That's not the part that I'm criticizing. I don't care if it's pre-written. That's not the part I care about. It sounds like it's pre-recorded and that he's mouthing over it almost like it's a music video. Uh, I, And I... I just need to get your opinion on what you think. Um okay. So I'm going to send you the video in TikTok and the or uh, from TikTok. And the only reason I think that this matters is because I think it sets an unrealistic expectation of what rappers are capable of. So like so up and coming rappers may think that there's this unattainable height that they that they'll never reach when it's like impossible. Do you know what I mean? Right. Uh, so here, I'll send it to you in the Discord Okay,
1: watching now I'm a Just finished it Okay, and uh, it's funny, my producer had actually sent me this in terms of like uh, reference storytelling Okay, so what my initial thoughts are after watching that is I think it's possible that he did some of it and like the ad libs were, were pre-recorded but towards the end, there was a couple parts where I, it, it did almost look a little bit off.
0: That That's the thing. There's a few parts, especially when the camera cuts away from him, that feels like his mouth didn't quite match up. And so they felt the need to, like, cut away. And, I, like, because I want to talk about breath control, okay? <laughs> if anyone understands breath control in our group of friends, you would be the person who understands it. Well, thank you. And to go from this really intense, low kind of like, it was going down of a paper, and I'm do say what? Like that, really, that high p- and then go immediately back down a register to the lower pitch without taking a breath is fucking impossible. Like it's, and it's like you were saying, maybe those ad libs were pre recorded, and that's the only part that. But I don't know. And <laughs> the, how much his head moves while he's recording, like, like, for, for example, right now, I'm going to I'm going to move my head back and forth and I'm going to talk into this microphone and I want you to tell me if you notice any any kind of any difference in, in what I'm saying or maybe I'm just crazy. That No, that that is another thing, because
1: I think these are the exact same microphones you and I are both using right now.
0: Yes, and that's my biggest—this is a Shure SM7B. I have this microphone, so I know what it sounds like, and it it can get audio that clear, no doubt. I mean, like, our vocals are pretty clear on this podcast. It's not—I don't do much much post-editing, so it's not amazing, but we get some pretty good audio, but, like— this is in a booth, you know, cause let's, we even, he's in a room with a desk and four other people that's only padded on one wall with curtains. So it's also like, how are you getting that clean of an audio?
1: Mm. This is something I'm definitely going to uh, cause I, I will say the bars are fucking crazy, but I, I'll, I'm going to probably watch again because yeah. Um, and again, thinking about, it sounds like it's recorded in a, booth and there's a, a hardwood table that would be bouncing sound uh, which is kind of I, and, and i get it right the it's it's a scene it is the the foam padding uh to create an ambiance
0: yeah yes because a lot of people don't know that uh soundproofing is actually way more than just Pads Because padding actually doesn't soundproof anything.
1: Sound reduction, yeah. Yeah. There's a huge difference between, like, soundproofing means you are, you need to build the room from the ground up to soundproof a room. And even then, like, I, I think people have a misconception of what soundproofing is because there's preventing sound from getting into the room, there's preventing sound from getting out of the room, and I, I think the vast majority of the time is it's just sound dampening.
0: Yes, exactly. And I I just love, I hate, I love and hate TikTok because I commented on the video and was just kind of like, hey, has anyone proven that this isn't a pre-recorded uh, verse? Like, and I even said, I was like, this is still dope. I'm not trying to discredit talent. Like clearly this dude knows how to write, he knows flow he knows how to rap that, um, that is not what I'm critiquing what I'm critiquing is, is this genuine as far as a live rap you know Um, and that's the part and there's so many people who keep replying and it's kind of these like armchair you know musicians or like fucking you know dick riding fans who are just like like, well, what the fuck are you trying to say, bro? Yeah, he's using a Shure SM7B microphone. They're really quality. You wouldn't know that. And I'm just kind of like, dude, I that's the mic. I use that microphone. Like, it's it's <laughs> like it's so funny. And it's like, there's so many people commenting as if I have never worked with music or audio before. And I understand they don't... I'm not saying as if like, oh, they don't know who they're talking to. That That is by no means the attitude I have. It's just funny that people can not know anything and then accuse someone of not knowing anything while pretending to know the thing that they're talking about.
1: Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I yeah, I and I'm interested to go back and and listen to all the other guys and again hear the the microphone quality because again and, and not to get the wrong idea like it could be a freestyle in the booth that he's done and then this is how they are presenting it yeah. with a um a a cleaner take and again, like there there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Uh no, no. I think again to your point, it's just saying this was pre-recorded, even if it was a freestyle. And, and that's whether it's a, a freestyle, free verse, off the top freestyle, cause even that's technically yeah. different. A cipher, off the top is straight. Yeah, yeah you're not you, you, you have you're just going straight off the dome. But you are just saying that this was again, we'll take the freestyle. Freestyled in a booth professionally correctly. Um, And again, he probably performed this live. Again, maybe that was the part where they just used the ad libs as, you know, pre-recorded. Uh, but I, again, I, I see what you're saying with the the moving the head around specifically because again, it's the microphones you are hearing us speak on right now, the the same way where he went back and now I'm starting to lean back and moving away from my microphone off to the side, oh yeah, and then moving closer again. The, it's and again, you maybe you could say you know the preamp they're using
0: is is much more powerful, but 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 if the preamp is more powerful, you would be picking up would hear all the, the audio more. in the room. Yeah, because it's not a. Completely soundproofed room. So it's like you would hear the reverberation off of the desk, off of the metal arm that he's using that has all the cables on it. And like there's so many minute things that my autistic brain notices that. <laughs> yeah, no, I-, I hear what you're saying I- with that. Sorry. I-, I
1: definitely hear what you're saying with that.
0: I am undiagnosed. A doctor has never, um, I should make this clear. I don't want to upset people. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: Well, I think you already upset people with your comment. <laughs> yeah, with my con-
0: with my controversial statements here. Yeah, and again, like I
1: controversial. Oh, because it's coast contra Oh shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, I again, like I, I could tell that I ruffled feathers when I commented that there were people who also agreed with me, um, who were just kind of like, oh yeah, you can tell this is pre-recorded. But the the consensus is, it's still sick. It's not that it's not good or that that takes away from that. It's just. I my thing is having up and coming rappers or not even up and coming uh, aspiring, you know, ch- kids, 13, 14 year olds who are going to like try to do that. And who knows? Maybe it'll push the evolution of human race to be able to do that because they'll practice. And then I don't know. I don't know. But it's it feels like it's setting unrealistic expectations <laughs> for like a freestyle rapper. When, like, because I've never heard anything like this, you know what I mean? And that's, one, a, a huge compliment, but two, also a huge skeptic red flag that goes off in my head. That just goes like, okay, Eminem has never even freestyled this good. And I'm not saying that Eminem is, like, the pinnacle or something, like, that he should be, like, the almighty, you know, definition of what we go by or anything like that, but... I mean, you can even hear the nuances in his freestyles. That's like, okay, yeah, he just messed up on that word a little bit. Or like, oh, he ran out of breath on that part slightly. And like this man did Rap God live. So it's like, what? Yeah. I don't know. So I
1: think another, I'm going to send you over the link right now. And okay. Funk flex (laughs) people freestyle on funk flex all the time. It's like his whole segment. Yes when you listen to the video you can hear the audio difference i and i'll say that that could entirely very well have all been freestyled entirely off the top it could have been different lines were written and he just put together a bunch of different random lines mixed in with actual freestyles but if you're listening to the quality of the audio with the amount that he moves his head away from the mic while still rapping. That's where I see where you're saying that could have been pre-recorded, a, a freestyle still pre-recorded. Yeah. But then that video was created to make that presentation look better. It's the packaging on it, which again, yeah, nothing wrong with that at all.
0: No, no. But but again, it's, it's that what level of it. it, it it's almost what, because I wonder, how do I put this? It. it Once you release something, this is one of those cases where the public kind of makes it into something else, because I don't think that they ever claimed that this necessarily was live. You know what I mean? Like it it, like, yes, it's presented that way. And the video is called, you know, like an at the table freestyle, but it's never really like outright said at the beginning of the video, like, all right, one take, let's go. You know, like that's not what they say. And by the way, there are so many camera changes in positions in which you know that there isn't a camera there from the first angle that proves that there's multiple takes of this. I would just like to point that out right away. Like there's a camera angle near the end where it shows his face as if the camera was on the table. And then when you see the rest of the angles, clearly there is not a camera on the table. So I there's things like that. Um, which make it kind of obvious that there was multiple takes done. But again, that doesn't necessarily prove that it wasn't a freestyle right now. Whether it was just their hubris or their complete lack of time management, they would talk about this freestyle for another 30 to 45 minutes. If you'd like to hear the rest of it, you could check out their Patreon, but we will not subject you to that much more conversation if you're not willing. Let us proceed. Anyway, uh... We- <laughs> All right, Mitchell, I didn't even ask you. Did you did you watch the movie? I'm assuming you did because you haven't you haven't yes, said you yes. didn't, so.
1: Yes, I I watched the movie.
0: Hell to the yes. All right, guys, we are into the movie segment of our podcast. Uh do you, Mitchell, do you remember do you remember in like episode 12 when I came to you and I was like, "Hey, we should have very like clear segments that we announce at the beginning and end of every segment." Uh and then we totally abandoned that. Like episode 16 I realized Very proud Very proud So last week And it really was last week this time uh, I asked you to watch Barbarian Starring Justin Long uh, Directed by Why don't I have it Was it last
1: week Or was it the week before Because I was sick last week What Did we record it earlier in the week
0: No Mitch Mitchell they're gonna they're gonna be released they're gonna be released a week after one another so so they don't know yeah they don't know that they don't know when we recorded them they just know when we released them that's all that matters all right it was written and directed by zach krieger (laughs) uh so yeah all right i what did you think mitchell i gotta i gotta know i'm so glad you watched this
1: well Okay, are we jumping into my my thoughts and feelings on it? Are we going to go over the movie? how How do we want to structure this Mr. Mr. Lawful chaotic? We um, are
0: 23 episodes into this. We've done it the same way every time. We started <laughs> off by saying our general thoughts of what we thought of the movie. We then go into the specifics of the scenes and then we give our final conclusions.
1: All right, so final conclusion. God no. damn it. Um
0: <laughs> So my so specific scenes. All right.
1: This was such a mind trip. Um Wow, it it did a great job in terms of pacing where just when I was thinking all right, we're going to go into this next it, it would take you out to a whole different other part. And there was one part I was like, what the fuck is happening? It was probably actually two and a half parts where I was like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) But I would assume it. Okay, I thought it was good. I I thought it was good. There were parts I I just kind of questioned the the rationale. Um, Okay. but overall, I'll say I, I thought it was good. I loved one, the, the way they set the tone in the very beginning made it incredibly ominous. The, the way they used sound again, I, I thought was fantastic. The acting was phenomenal from everybody in it. So in terms of all of those components, the, the lighting for scenes, the, the camera shots, the eeriness, everything I, I thought was, was very well done. Hell yeah! The situational things that I became,
0: what? <laughs> which is fair. I can, I which we'll get into those. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. I, like, yeah, because there's that intro where, not really intro, but like the beginning where it's like zooming in on her car from outside, and there's this kind of like groaning, moaning, screaming, like it, it sounds like a hellscape almost. Like, like as it's were you. Yeah, You know that
1: it's not happening Outside but it is It is using that kind Of tone and that Eeriness to create that That ominous ambiance
0: Yeah and then the second The camera kind of morphs into her Car that completely stops And you're kind of taken into her perspective Of it where she feels Totally fine like yes it's a creepy neighborhood And things are weird but She doesn't really seem to have a problem With it which is you know shown through that uh yeah no i'm glad i'm glad you liked it uh yeah i love this movie um i think it's very stylistically honed in like i feel like he knew exactly the kind of movie he wanted to make and that's where i think some of the situational things you're talking about i think i may excuse them a little more i'm not sure yet because i'm not sure exactly what you're talking about but i think I think I maybe excuse them a little more because I I like where he's going with it and what the point of it is. Um, but okay, so so go. Okay, so there's a lot of twists and turns in this. So right out the gate, we're gonna say spoilers. This is a spoiler review. Uh, it's kind of hard to talk about this movie and not spoil it because it changes. And shifts gears so frequently and harshly that it, it'll kind of sound like insanity if you if you don't spoil it because you'll be talking around so many different things.
1: Yeah, uh, and I think too, you know, talking to our structure, we, we we our our intention is to talk about a movie in full so we give you the movie a week ahead of time so if you're interested in learning about it you yeah. know you can watch it and then do kind of the review with us but at this point if we start talking about a movie and you're like oh gosh they spoiled it within like the first five," we're gonna review the movie yeah, you're gonna you're gonna find out. So I, in fact, I'm mad at you. Not, not disappointed. You, Tyler. I, I'm, mad
0: at, I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. Yeah, more than anything.
1: If if anybody listens to this and goes, "Well, I didn't think that they were gonna," I was gonna stop after listening for the first half and then go watch the movie. <laughs> I just wanted to know initially their thoughts.
0: That's your fault. I gave it a chance. That's not on you, America. That's yeah, your fault. Fuck you. Exactly. Fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, no, I it's yeah, it's also we we are a little free flowing with it. So it's like there are some movies that we talk about and almost accidentally give a spoiler free review because it's just how we talked about it. And then there's other times where we talk about very specific things that will absolutely spoil it. Um, So that is the warning out the gate. So it was the butler, Colonel Mustard. In the dining room with the candelabra. Sorry, Mitchell.
1: It's so funny you said that because I was opening up the cast mm. when you said it was the butler in the dining room. And just go ahead and look at. Oh, James Butler. Wow. Look at his photo.
0: Hey, hell yeah. He looks very different from his character. I'll tell you that much.
1: Yes. Yes, he does. Okay, uh, so uh, <laughs> kick things off. The there's a girl. Her name is Tess. That's my hairstylist name. Shout out Tess. I like how I shouted out her and not my sister. I was you know gonna, dude.
0: I, w- I wasn't gonna say it. I was gonna be like, it's basically your sister's name too. But that's fine. Let's call out your Any, anyways, r- random yeah.
1: hairstylist. <laughs> Docs my sister. No. Okay, so the girl shows up to an Airbnb house. And, okay, so right off the bat, no, no, no. We'll, we'll wait. To, we'll wait to get to to this one because the, there mm-hmm. was, there was there were some issues with this. Oh, so she okay. gets to the Airbnb house. Okay, she goes to the lockbox to get the key. The key is gone. Um, she Doesn't goes turn. back to her car, and a light turns on from within the house.
0: Ba 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 ba.
1: So you're like, well, hold on. What's what's going on with these shenanigans? Well, it turns out, some bitch, there's another person who rented this on a different site for the same night.
0: Pennywise, of all people.
1: Oh my. Wait, really?
0: Oh yeah, he plays Pennywise in the... Oh my gosh,
1: I can kind of see that a little bit more now. Which, okay, (laughs) I thought his acting was super good in terms of how I felt somebody would react in that situation.
0: So good, even all though I didn't acting. trust
1: him the entire time. Which yeah, all is the, all the acting was phenomenal.
0: Yeah, but to be fair, that's kind of the purpose to not trust uh, him, of, you know.
1: Which I and I, I realized that. Like, and and there were things like at one point she checks his. Well, okay, hold on, let me get back into it. So, so she's <laughs> talking with him like, well, I have a confirmation for tonight and she shows the phone and he's like oh well well yeah you do because she ends up going up to the house to knock on the window or knock on the door when she sees that the light turns on in the house yeah and so so he opens the door like the hell and they kind of go oh wow we both booked the same thing on a different site right there and i'm i'm a i'm a man and okay i don't know if this this tapped into my my lifelong fear of being kidnapped
0: I would have left I'm sorry just I love I'm a man I'm, I'm a man That's it. <laughs> I don't That's. care who is in that
1: house it could have been an 80 year old woman I'm immediately leaving and I'm going to park my car in like a police station or in front of a hotel where there's a front desk staff And or security patrolling and just sleep there instead of staying in a house with a stranger in a very, very interesting situation where he just so happened to have the same house you had rented.
0: But I will say, even though even though I'm laughing at it, ironically, what you said is kind of the point is that that's not necessarily an option for a woman to just go out to your car and park somewhere. You know, that like inherently it's a different world for a woman after midnight to drive around and park somewhere, you know, even if it is a police station or a hotel or a gas station or something public, you know, you're still more of a victim or more of a perceived. Are
1: you?
0: Yeah, at the end of the day. In a
1: locked car, you would feel more like a victim then staying in the Well, it's not house.
0: necessarily feeling. It's more of just how the world works, you know? And not necessarily like... Like, how do, how do I... It, it's the way that we... Uh, I don't know how to put this. It's I guess to, to frame this, Um, the director... I didn't know when I was going to bring this up, but I guess it feels like a good point. Uh, I saw this interview where the director said he came up with this idea because he was told to read a book um, from a few of his friends, and he checked it out and was reading it, and then one part of the book was about how women have to read situations differently than men. It's like like certain phrases that are said, or the way someone carries themselves, or just literally a person being somewhere that you're not used to. Like a woman views that situation differently and has to, to preserve themselves because of men and things like that. And it got him thinking about like, Oh shit. Like I've never thought about that. Like there are situations where I've offered a woman tea and I've been like, Oh, do you want some tea or something like that? Not realizing like I'm basically offering her an unknown drink from a strange man who has no idea what, like, you know? So something that's completely harmless to us is framed as something that, in a woman's world, is very threatening or different or, or just something that you need to be aware of. You know what I mean?
1: You go back to the airport. Airports are twenty four seven, and you can sit inside, and there's
0: security personnel <laughs> within the airport. All right. Yes, there are there, there, there are that's my things thing is- you could do, but but I think that they make it a good kind of. I think there's a good way to work around that where it's like, clearly she's far out of the way. They kind of make it seem like she's away from quote unquote, like civilization. If anything, she's in a very dark neighborhood. It's not a bustling city. So she doesn't know the area. It's not a city she knows. So it's like, yes, she has Google maps. We all do. So it's like, yeah, I mean like there is something there, but I think that they represent it in a way that's realistic enough to at least especially with him being genuine and being like hey listen like this is weird i don't know what to do cuz also think about this you paid for that place and there's another guy there who's saying that he did and you're like bro i paid for this you know like so there's that too you know like yeah, you know you don't know it's a, um yeah I, I i get what you're saying though there's other options there is other options <laughs>
1: and i'll say i don't think this was like a grave sin on it uh, it it was just one of the things where I felt like she would have been safe. And again, maybe this is, you know, and I'm actually interested to ask my wife what she would have done in this situation because my thought process is I'd rather be locked in a car where nobody else is inside of it than be in a house where somebody else is that I don't know under suspicious circumstances.
0: I can see that. That's understandable. I guess, yeah. How safe do you feel in a car? Is the ultimate question. (laughs) Uh, You can get
1: away in a car. No, I mean I've slept
0: in a car, so I don't know. I slept with a car. Yeah. What? That's a different movie. It's called Titan. We'll get to that. Don't worry. Uh, so a real movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's a French movie. Of course
1: it is. Of course it is. Okay, so the one thing she does, though, she does a few things that I'm like, okay, if you are going through with this, I think you are smart for how you're doing it. Yes. When she saw the wallet, she took a picture, she checked, you know, ID checked him, make sure, like, okay, I have an idea of who this is. I don't like that she didn't let anybody know the situation. Also true. And she didn't file a report with airbnb because yes she called the people that makes sense but you know they didn't answer at nighttime whatever but she also didn't then go to airbnb to file a report
0: that like you can't do this because you definitely can't do that boo boo i don't like this critique no no i like that because i i get what you're saying but maybe she did that off camera like that's a thing you don't show no matter what you know what I mean? Like that's okay, boring. Okay, I'll that's give, boring. I'll, I'll give you know? That. Like yeah, that you wouldn't show that anyway. In my in in the defense of that, because it's like, eh, she just did that when she went to bed and was on her phone scrolling or whatever. Like I I can excuse that, you
1: know. But then she she denies the the, the tea. Um he does a really good portion of kind of saying, I totally understand why you did. I will, you know, make another one. If you want to watch me make it. Yeah. Um, I was going to open the bottle, but I, I didn't want (laughs) to do it until (laughs) he's like stumbling and
0: fumbling over his words.
1: And again, I thought that was very realistic where I'm like, I feel like he's being genuine, whether they're, they're influencing me to feel that way or not.
0: Yeah. It's the good balance of like, is he being creepy or is he being genuine? Because even with the tea, she says no, but he goes like, ah, I'll make you it anyway, which can be taken as like, yo, bro, that's creepy. She said no, because Audrey literally said like she said no, like th- the second she he was like, oh, I'll make you it anyway. She was like, no, yep. he's, she said no, that's fucked up. Like, so it's like, but to him, he's like, oh, well, I don't know. I'll just make it for you anyway. Like, uh, it's. Yeah, it can it's it's so harmless, but also not you don't know. Like it's it. yeah, it's really well written in that way. And it acted perfectly.
1: Yeah, no, fantastic. Um, in one of the I think the most incredibly unrealistic things <laughs> that we need to actually try okay. was the sheet duvet cover method. That that doesn't work. No. There's no way
0: You know what? No, you actually you led me to the biggest bullshit plot hole of this movie okay she complains that she has a thing about clean sheets and then the first then thing he does him. is has his full body inside of it <laughs> and talking through the sheet and like spitting and like screaming and yeah no like that's the only part i was like wait she just said she has a thing about clean sheets and then he like, shoved his he face them. yeah again that's dumb and it's a silly nitpick but it's fu- yeah i thought i thought that immediately but you're right it, it looks like it also, works though i didn't see a ca- i didn't see a camera cut or any trickery i think it works
1: <laughs> it's cgi no uh, we're gonna we're gonna try that we're gonna record ourselves trying that and then and then we'll maybe do something with it or, or maybe we won't entirely the duvet but-
0: challenge yeah
1: that also would have been a great time where he's like, "Okay, now now hold this up." And then he wraps her up in the blanket and is able to like gag her so that way she can't like scream out.
0: Yeah, it it is it acts as a really good moment too where it kind of puts your guard down because again, like while you're thinking that, there is also the sense of like, well, he totally covered himself. Like he's almost put himself in a very vulnerable position. And he's being goofy, he's being childlike. It kind of puts your guard down, where you're like, "Oh, these people are actually connecting," you know, But they drinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but that also makes you more suspicious because you're like, "Oh, but while well, he's they're getting a little too chummy," you know? Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, also with when he, I thought, uh, and again, it makes sense that it was a red herring, but the fact that he was like, "Oh, I did see that film.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. I'm that guy
1: that you're looking to interview," I yeah. was like, "Okay, okay." you are stalking her. You've researched her. Um, yep.
0: I thought the uh, same thing. But
1: again, a great great red herring and I and again, I, that was more of it did such a good job of making me uncertain that I just have to attribute that to to great writing. So so fantastic there. So here's what I didn't like about the next day was they said that they were going to call and and you called and left voicemails. You're there for mo- multiple days and the people never get back to you. That's not a red flag about something.
0: You are you are such an HR worker. It shows.
1: I was going to say I realized that a lot of this is like I'm being I'm looking at it through like HR for sure. You're like and
0: nobody followed up? No one circled back? There was this-
1: no protocol? <laughs>
0: Is anybody going to run this up the, the flagpole? See if anybody salutes it. What's happening here?
1: You want to? You, you don't want to run this up the chain and and get you know feedback on uh <laughs> on what we discussed I don't last? night. No, okay. Dividends?
0: So, I don't know. I'm just saying business words now. <laughs>
1: Dividends? 401k. I've never ran a
0: 5k. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dividend. So I didn't have a diva beginning. Oh
1: god. That was worse. Yeah. That, that was
0: worse. It was Joseph
1: yeah actually though one of my notes was there's no way that that works with sheets we need to test it
0: <laughs> uh, okay so yeah okay so it gets to the next day they there is this well, weird you moment talk about what happens at night well yeah i was just gonna mention it real quick i don't want to okay, okay. W- i feel like we're still in the first like 10 minutes of the movie and we've yeah. talked about it for like 20 minutes so we should probably Speed this up a little bit. It's uh, no, so, forty-minute movie, <laughs> right? So over, no, so overnight, her door opens without her doing it while she's sleeping. So she goes out. She's suspicious. He's like talking in his sleep and kind of like convulsing. So it, there's this. She doesn't know what's happening. She tries to wake him up. He freaks out. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" She's like, "Oh, I thought, you know, did you open my door?" He's like, "No." And I'm she's glad like, she okay. called him out for that. Uh, But again, I thought it was
1: just when he he didn't think it was weird.
0: That her door was open? Yeah. Yeah, well, I think in that moment of, like, because you have to remember, he's also in a house with a stranger. And they kind of make that a point, too, where when they're talking while they're drinking, she says, like, oh, yeah, if the roles were reversed, I never would have let you in. Like, in a, ever. Yeah but you would have just charged in anyway. And he was like, well, that's what you did. And like, you know, they kind of, so there is that, that little back and forth about like the roles of gender and like, Oh, well, like what would we do in these situations? So in, and I think in his defense, he's in a house with a stranger too. So if you're sleeping on the couch with someone you don't know in the house, in this place of a random situation, she could be lying to you. And then you just wake up with her hovered over you in the middle of the night I would be so freaked out that I would just be like No what get the fuck Go to bed no please like I wouldn't be thinking about anything she said I would just be like no it wasn't me Go to bed you know like I would be freaked Out <laughs> see, My
1: first thought is like Is weird shit happening
0: <laughs> Yeah no I yeah, I don't like I, I Could see what you're saying like, like if you were in That situation but I guess yeah like cause if I Was in that situation I would totally just be like No, I didn't open your fucking door. Go to bed. You know, like, I'm... I'm I thought it was weird. Is this a trick?
1: Like, because I would have put, like, a cup or a backpack or something in front of the door. So that way, if it did attempt to get opened, she would have been alerted.
0: Another level of security.
1: Like, uh, yeah. All
0: right, Macaulay Culkin. All right, Home Alone 3.
1: Listen, I... I, Electric Beagle-y. I was, I was, like like taught that I was going to be kidnapped at some point in my life. So I'm always prepared. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Your version of this movie's boring because it would be over in 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. The- and I wouldn't have been kidnapped. No. True. Okay. Well, nobody got, well, I guess people did get kidnapped. Uh, but yeah, so the next morning they do their thing. He leaves early, which can be seen as suspicious. He kind of disappears before she, she leaves. Uh, it's a black box thing, blah blah blah. She goes and does her interview. It goes well. But then her her interviewee or interviewer actually, interviewer, uh very
1: concerned about where she's at.
0: Yeah, says, like, oh, you should not be there. And she's like, No, I'm okay, I'm tough. And she's like, No, like you shouldn't be there. <laughs> like it's not even like that. <laughs> now,
1: speaking of Chekhov. Yeah. This is coming full circle. They show the No, they show the snake in her car. And then shortly after they show it like two more times close up. I thought for sure that was gonna be symbolic of something.
0: Huh. I'm gonna be honest, I don't even remember it.
1: So she had in the rear view mirror hanging down there was like this snake thing that was dangling. And I thought for sure that
0: I, I like kind so, of remember it.
1: Something she couldn't trust. Uh, someone she couldn't trust. Maybe she was the one you couldn't trust. Um, mm. I thought there was going to be definitely something there, but that, that did not check out.
0: Mm. So, Bit of a red uh, herring, maybe.
1: Uh, yeah, again, I, this movie did a really good job of creating things that made you question, well, is that the thing?
0: Yeah. Is,
1: is that the thing? So mm. then she gets back from her interview. And I, I will say I don't know why she just didn't have like a weapon on her at all times. Given,
0: <laughs> you gotta do like, what are you doing? What happened to you before you watched this movie? Like, what? Like, I guess. Like, every single fucking comment you've had so far is like, why wasn't she fucking ready to go? Like, why? Maybe it's because I'm like, a, a child okay? now,
1: and I'm like. Don't get kidnapped.
0: Yeah, like what is happening? Like I, like because at first I was like, okay, that's a fair critique, and then you had the next one. I was like, all right, okay, it's a little, it's a little much, and then you were like, all right, well, why should, why didn't she put a cup in front of the door? And I'm like, okay, well, that's just ridiculous, and now she's supposed to show up to the house fully strapped after they had a <laughs> wonderful night, and she had a, she got her job. There's no signs of anything wrong happening. Nothing bad is happening, and yet she should be fully well, okay. loaded. She gets chased into the house. Okay, and that that's does why I
1: thought. That's why I thought once she got into the house, I'd keep, like, a knife on me in case somebody tried to break in or anything like that.
0: Yeah, I guess, but I think things happened quick enough where...
1: And he did leave. Like, immediately once she got into the house, he just dipped. It, it wasn't yeah. like he kept banging on the door.
0: True, true. Yeah, like, if that kept happening and she didn't do anything, it would be fair. But I feel like she kind of just quickly started to go into, like, not panic mode, but just like, you know, what do I do? And then that's when the the door at the end of the hall opens, correct? Just yes, kind of like-
1: yes. And again, that's when you're like, is this is this paranormal? Is this like slasher? Oh, when she calls the police and they're like, there's no available units. And she's like, I was literally just chased by somebody into a house.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so here's the thing. I think the cities we lived in are spoiled by police i'd like to point that out okay
1: and it's one thing that i I was realizing like i think las vegas has one of the largest police forces in the country or at least like one of the the higher funded ones so i've never lived in a, a place where they don't have enough police officers so i but i was also like the lady on the phone told her to calm down (laughs) <laughs> and it was like, calm down. It wasn't like, okay, take a deep breath. But again, I don't know if that's the HR.
0: Yeah. And, and yeah, out. because listen, you're taught as HR, which is meant to be coddling a little bit more. These are just people who work as police officers and they're not trained to coddle you by any means. Uh, that's fair. Cause I mean, I, cause I have, I can actually tell you from experience that, um, when I dated, uh, Ja, block that name out, Joseph. Bleep it out. Uh, <laughs> just, just for doxing's sake. Um,
1: yeah, that's fair.
0: But she was a she was a nurse, and she told me that she was literally taught in her class that women can be a little bit more dramatic about how they explain their physical ailments. So when they tell you something. Make sure to double check it. Essentially, <laughs> um, interested. Yeah. Okay. So this is a thing that is literally kind of instilled in our society as a thing of like, yeah, well, they might over dramatize it a little bit more. So you know, it's not, it's not real. And I think the idea is that this area is filled with crazy homeless people, quote unquote. So they don't really trust any of the calls that happened there or like things that happen, you know, because once you get a view of the shot, which is a good reveal, I love that. The daytime. Oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, when you finally see like all the there. houses. Yeah. Uh, decrepit, destroyed, which again, you can kind of nitpick and say like, okay, what about her headlights? You're telling me that none of her headlights, you know, showed any of this. It's only the, the street. Yeah, that's that's a little silly, but whatever. I didn't even think about that the first time I watched it. That was only the second time that I was like, oh, mm. yeah, that that doesn't really make sense. Uh, but again, she's in an area she doesn't know stuff like that.
1: So then she gets locked down there and she finds this this secret compartment room. <laughs> Oh,
0: let me. Guess. Again, I'm like, let me guess. Let me guess. You think you're you're gonna say, you're telling me nobody's found that door in in the, in 50 years? That's what you're gonna say, isn't it?
1: No, you were close. I was like, there you didn't see the outline of the secret door in the wall. But again, I'll I'll kind of back <laughs> off that one because I don't think that's as big.
0: Um, no, okay, that's fair. That's fair.
1: What I thought <laughs> I think the, the first thing that came to mind, but I didn't even write this down, was I'm like who is getting the city ordinances to drill that deep into the house? But I, I get it, like especially out there. I don't think anybody gives a shit about ordin- no. ordinances,
0: especially at that time because it was what the 70s, technically, when this all like yes. happened. You know, yeah.
1: when we get that flashback, we do get a, an idea of like this. A lot of this started in a much older America where you didn't, you didn't even have even have iPhones. <laughs> what, what the fuck no. are they going to do about fucking no, I, getting?
0: I'd say, yeah, I'd say they were a little bit away from iPhones, just a just yeah. a hairs away, a few years. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but so she goes into the the secret <laughs> cellar, and then she finds a room that has which I thought that mirror trick was interesting. Again, I didn't know how the light would actually work with that, but I I thought she was clever in terms of. How she was going to try to illuminate the room to get a, a better idea, um, yes. I, I thought the writing was smart where like she' had left her phone upstairs, got locked down there so she didn't have access to it uh, all, all things that I thought were done well.
0: Keep the key is down there with her, so he can't get in to even help her if he did come home. so
1: yep exactly so so good writing there so then she goes. And she finds a mattress with a kind of old school camera pointed at it. It looks like there's a red handprint slightly on the wall, and then there's a bucket in there, and a it's fuck like dungeon. okay, it's yeah. a fuck
0: dungeon for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that, and not not the good kind. I'm
0: coining that term by the way, fuck dungeon. I don't think anybody trademark. Yeah, trademark Scourge. But Nobody's
1: good. ever used that before. <laughs> so at mm-hmm. this point, she's like, I need to get the fuck out of here. And she runs out. She hears uh, homeboy Keith gets back. And so then she starts banging on the window. She's able to get him the keys. He goes down there and lets her out. This was another part where I thought it was weird that he kept pushing for her to stay. But again, in terms of the writing, I think doing a good part, he mentions, well, what if I get locked down in the basement if you got locked down in the basement? And I was like, all right. That that was a good counter in terms of I can understand why he'd Want her to be there But again a basement like that I'm probably calling the police uh, yeah. Although there's probably no but, units available
0: But again like I don't I don't know man because I like how The movie frames it In different ways like Yes with her Music and camera angles And intensity I would call the police Too but If, you know, and I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but if you kind of compare it to how Justin Long came across it, I don't think I would call the police. It's almost framed in a different way where it's like it kind of shows you the perspective of like how you would handle the moment if you're either in a panic state or if you're in a very comfortable like, oh, I'm not even worried about anything kind of state. Do you know what I mean? Um Where I, cause I love how, when she comes upstairs, she even says like, there was a room downstairs with a bed and a bucket. And he's like, okay. And she's like, no, like you have to go see it. That's not, and he's like, what? I, I don't understand. I just, I'm, I'm supposed to freak out because there's a bed and a bucket, you know? So it's like by on paper, it's not that scary or ridiculous but when you're in that moment you're locked in a basement you don't know what's happening around you you find a random secret door you you know like these are like terrifying things that build up to a scary moment um so yeah i i like how that movie portrays that type of thing you know uh and it's funny you mentioned that because i did think justin
1: long's reaction to that room was like you own this house And you're not questioning why a room like, like, okay, I can kind of understand for like him and her and him being like, well, you know, it's a basement, there's stuff in there. But the fact that Justin Long's character is like, oh, I own this house and I didn't realize there's a room where there's a camera set up on a bed. There's a handprint on the, that's where I was like, all right, that's a little bit weird.
0: But he doesn't really own it. You know what I mean? He's Sadly due to an unfixable audio error we lost about 10 minutes of conversation. We do apologize and return you to your normal programming. Where's my cigarette? Did you want to uh did you want to say anything else?
1: Um I I think more of you know then we get to the part where he reaches the which I don't remember what the transition was where he is now speaking with the old man, but he finds the old man. He thinks he's trapped down there as well. And then he plays a tape, which again, get. I don't remember the transition to like why he was starting to watch the tape, but I think the tape went to show that that old man was doing awful things down there. He calls him out for those awful things. And then the old man pulls out a gun.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think Justin Long is just kind of looking through stuff in the room and he sees like a whole row of tapes and there's one tape that's already in the VHS just not fully inserted um, and it said like the woman in the dress or some, or the woman with red hair or something like that. So he just kind of pushes the VHS in and then it automatically starts playing. Um, and yeah, it reveals that this guy is The monster behind it all, because originally he comes in the room, which again feeds into the perspective of people and how we view people. He comes in the room immediately assumes he's a victim. Like, oh, look at this poor old man laying in bed, which when we get that flashback, which we kind of skipped over. But when we get that flashback of what happened in the 70s where this man like tied up women in his basement and like bred them, essentially, which they don't really show, but they show you the setup for it and how he infiltrates their houses and gets it. And again, it all ties into the, the very theme of how we view people like, (laughs) excuse me. When he first goes into the grocery store, he has a very creepy kind of like aura about him. And when he talks to the woman at the store asking questions, she's kind of dismissive. She's like aisle three. I don't know. But then the second he says he's going to be a father, everything changes. She is now, oh, oh, well, you're just a helpless father. Well, let me help you. I got you, sweetie. Like all perspective changes the second she views him as that. And then
1: which I didn't understand why he needed latex gloves for a baby.
0: <laughs> uh, it, home birth.
1: Oh, OK, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, because I think at first she says, like, oh, well, what hospital? And he's like, no hospital, home birth. And she's like, oh, latex sheets. That makes sense or something like that. Um, So then, yeah, he follows a woman back to her home after he leaves the grocery store. And again, using how he knows people view him as this kind of like just whatever schlubby dude, he puts on a uh, engineer's kind of like uh, like overalls. Yeah. Uh, or jumpsuit. Jumpsuit. Yeah. And shows up at the house and is like, Oh, I just got to check your plumbing. And she's like, Oh, of course. Go right upstairs. Do whatever you need. And he unlocks a window. And so it's, it, it's, yeah, it's so creepy. I love the way it's shot like over behind his back, like over shoulder, you're know, following him through everything. Yep. Um, yep. But yeah, it, I love those themes of this movie where it's like, just our, kind of it's like it's literally the definition of first impressions are everything that's kind of what this movie is in a nutshell is like what are the impressions you get from people when you meet them and should you be more careful or should you be a little more chill or should like yeah it's uh it's good um but anyway, the guy takes the gun out, and what does he do with that gun, Mitchell? Does he shoot Justin Long in his stupid little racist face? Rapist face? He's probably racist, too. His racist rapist face?
1: No, he shoots himself, and this is after oh. Justin Long's like, yeah, we got we got police coming, this place is going to be swarming, and the guy's pretty much like, ah, so they're going to find me and what I did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he, he he even tells him in the context of it being a good thing. He's like, "Don't worry, man. Police are gonna be swarming this place any minute. We're gonna get you out of here." And you kind of see on his face, he's like, "Oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> well, it's time to go.
0: Yeah. Uh, so he shoots himself. Justin Long. I, I do like the moment too before Justin Long goes into the room that the the mother character's kind of chasing her or chasing him, and then backs away as if she's afraid. Of the room as well Like oh I'm not even going to go in that room
1: <laughs> Shows like who the real Monster is um, And and then we kind of get to the end Where she runs outside uh, She gets the car Crashed into her and is Able to survive that and, and gets away And then the car's no longer Functioning of course because that Is obviously what happens in a horror movie she goes downstairs to try to help Justin Long's character, Kale, and then Tess gets shot by Justin Long because he thought it was the the kind of creature.
0: Yeah, love that moment. Uh, very metaphorical in a way, you know, where it's like he just has he. It's almost like he has he's incapable of being a good person. It's like no matter what he does he just cannot so it's like even when he's about to escape and it's like nope he's still just gonna shoot an an innocent person like that's just his personality that's who he is uh that's even if he doesn't mean to that's yeah i don't know it's it's pretty great but then yeah they they get out together she survives the gunshot uh the mother's still chasing them they run into the homeless man because she's like i think i know where we can hide the homeless guy pulls him into the room, which I love that moment where he's like, This bitch ain't found me in 14 years. Fifteen it's, years. Yeah, it's fifteen years I've been in this motherfucker. And then pff, she bursts burst through, through the, the wall, wall, rips his rips fucking his arm, arm off. off, and starts beating him with his own arm. <laughs> so they oh, run
1: upstairs. Of course, Justin Long drops the gun. Yeah. And And your typical then- like
0: horror movie choice, you know, where it's like. They could have ran in any direction, but Justin Long runs up a water tower <laughs> like, OK, good idea, good idea.
1: <laughs> and this is where I think they they show his true character, where Tess is on top as well and him kind of thinking, well, if you might die anyways, I'm gonna throw you off, and and hopefully this creature will jump after you to save you and leave me alone. And that's exactly what happens. He throws Tess off. The mother jumps after her to grab Tess from falling, and he runs down. He gets the gun. He runs over to Tess to kind of say, you know, uh, you're you're good. Yeah. Oh, see, well, but, she, but I he assumed she it. was
0: dead, but she's still alive. <laughs> Somehow, miraculously, she's still alive.
1: <laughs> and then, uh, and then what happens with the mother?
0: Uh, so she wakes up and grabs Justin Long's beady little racist rapist head. Which I should point out, Justin Long himself is not a racist rapist. His character was. Kale. Uh, his character Kale. Yeah. Uh, nobody clipped that out of context. She grabs his beady little head and just shoves her thumbs into his eyeballs, and then rips his head. <laughs> yeah in half uh yeah oh his eyeballs are like gushing all over her fingers and shit and yeah uh and then she turns around and starts coddling tess and saying i'm sorry and we have to go back let's go back and tess is like i can't go back and uh shoots her in the fucking face and the movie ends hard cut credits <laughs>
1: I actually kind of like that ending. I'm not going to lie.
0: Yeah, no, it's really good. And, and you know why? It took me the second watch to appreciate this kind of like full circle thing, which I I have to assume was on purpose. It may have not been, but I think it was. Um, but early in the movie, when Tess and Keith are having a conversation, Tess specifically says that in this toxic relationship she was in with her previous boyfriend. That's kind of alluded to. She says she always goes back. She says it like two or three times. She's like, I just, I always go back. I can't help it. And he's like, well, you don't have to. And he's, she's like, well, I just do. I don't know. And then at the end, the mother keeps pointing at the house and saying back back. And she, and she goes, I can't, I can't go back. And then shoots the mother in the head. And it feels like this kind of Uh, release of realizing you don't have to be forced into a toxic relationship. Like you can just say, no, I don't want to be in this and leave. Um, So I, I just felt like a really nice metaphorical bow to tie on that.
1: Uh, oh, I think that's a great way to, to end because I hadn't even taken that into consideration but uh yeah no I and I I like the ending how they did that in, in general
0: yeah and I don't want to I don't want to talk too much more about it because I'm sure I could just go on forever and we got to wrap this up but um, I do I think there's a lot to this movie when it comes to kind of not deeper messages but kind of uh nuances and 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 things that they throw in that it's kind of hard for me to explain i just i like the storytelling i like that you can dissect it and kind of view it in many different ways it's like is this just a straight-up horror slasher movie if you want to watch it like that you could still be entertained if you want a movie that dissects misogyny and the patriarchy and how women like perceive the world you could be entertained if you want a movie that's like um, a little bit more heady Sus- or suspense. Yeah, or or even like if you want one that kind of delves into the the male experience of. Because in my opinion, I think it's interesting how the mother character, because she's literally called the mother, the the m- monster that's in the basement or yep. whatever. Yep. I think it's almost supposed to be a metaphor for how. Men in society and media seem to use their mother as a crux. It's always like, oh, well, if I'm a, a rapist or a pedophile, it's because my mother did this, you know, or it's because I was coddled as a child and my mother did that. Like, it seems like a very misogynistic male thing to blame the mother for all of the male's wrongdoings, you know? So it feels like the perfect way to make this character the ultimate villain when really she's the victim, even though even though the movie itself kind of goes against that because she is a crazed murderer who just kills anything that's in front of her, basically, uh, a lot of the times. But at the end, she's still the victim of years of breeding and incest and something that she's not in control of. So... Yeah, it's, I, it, it does a lot. This movie does and says a lot.
1: All right. What is your final rating for this movie?
0: I am a strong eight. Um, I want to give it a nine, but I, I can't really. There's still parts of it that are messy. And even though it's only an hour 45, it does feel a little bit longer for some reason, I don't know if it's because of how harshly it cuts about a half an hour into it to like a new movie, but, um, yeah, I'd say a strong eight. I'm going to give it a seven. It was good. Fuck
1: you. I would recommend it. This, (laughs) this story is, is well done, but, uh, yeah, just a, a couple things that I didn't understand and, uh, questioned.
0: Yeah, totally fair. I, uh, I think I enjoy the place that this movie takes in terms of modern horror movies that are trying to say something about society, you know? Because I think like this, even this character, this Justin Long character, like I said, it's almost a mirror being held up to the kind of Andrew Tate people of the world, where when you're actually viewed in the vacuum, you're an asshole and (laughs) you're a misogynist, but for some reason in their own mind, they're able to make up excuses about why it's okay. And this movie kind of puts a mirror up to that and says, no, you're a piece of shit, you know? Yep. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, good stuff. Uh, you, all right. So what is ready? my recommendation? Oh yeah. Lay it on me, baby.
1: You're going to be watching the 2021 film, the deep house. Deep
0: house. Go von Deepa. Hmm. Produced by DJ Hansel. Let me look it up. Real and quick. Gretel. I'm not gonna look up anything more. I just want to see like the cover. I want to see if I recognize it. No, not the deep ones.
1: Deep out. Uh, directed by Julian Mari and Alexandre Bustillo.
0: Mm-hmm. Is it a French movie?
1: It's an English movie, but it is a French supernatural horror film.
0: Is a English language French horror film. Okay interesting all right i don't think i uh know much about this and i will keep it that way all right well good good well everyone if you want to stay up to date with what we're doing and watching make sure to watch the deep house before the next episode what happened to my voice
1: i don't know but i kind of like it
0: hell yeah this is how i will talk from now on thank you all right (laughs) (laughs) thank you guys for listening and uh this was a bit of a longer episode i hope people enjoyed it they fucking better they better (laughs) yeah see you later guys bye everybody